Big news! What is it? Oh, I didn't see you there. Have you heard the news? Who, who, who were you talking to? Oh, <laughs> I was telling you about the big news! I, you didn't know I was here. What's the, what's the news? The news is that you can call us at 918-268-6337 or by clicking the link in the description of this episode. And you can leave us a message and we'll play it on this show. Did you know that? We're also doing a giveaway. Yes. And if you call us and tell us your favorite movie of all time, along with your name, phone number, and home address... We'll give away your name, phone number, <laughs> and home address. tell you what we're talking about what today. are we talking about today? we're talking about a movie i rewatched recently okay that i remember being oh that was a really fun little solid modern movie is it a movie that we have talked about before i've talked to you about it and i remember you th i think saying you haven't seen it i think okay it's a movie i rewatched and remember thinking oh that's a fun movie modern i remember when it came out i think i saw it in theater maybe even just because it was, it was like the most unoffensive movie like generic movie ever right and I remember really liking it, and I rewatched it, and boy, does it suck really bad, and I want to talk about it. <laughs> okay. And that movie is, um, it's, uh, I'm going to give you hints and see if you can guess, actually. Okay. I decided on the fly we're going to do this. Okay. I can tell. Guess, uh, I'm going to get, there's a lead actor and actress. Okay. And I'm going to let you, be, I'm going to give you hot or cold answers to try to get them, and then you'll get the movie, if you get both of them. So... Start with one. Tell me which one you're starting with. Chris Pratt. Cold. Mm. Timothy Chalamet. Colder. Okay. <laughs> so go the other way, whatever that would be. <laughs> um, Alan Tudyk. Closer. Cold, hotter, but still not hot. Warmer. I'll say warmer. Okay. Mm. Josh Brolin. Warmer. Okay, warmer than Alan Tudyk. Barely, a little bit, yeah. Okay. <laughs> you can get this. I promise you can. Oh. Um. And if if you mention somebody that's been in a movie with them that I know of, I will tell you the movie. Okay. Uh, Jack Black. Colder, <laughs> colder. I think colder. Colder. I don't think they've been in a movie together, but I mean they probably have. I just don't think. So, um. Not that I know of. Hmm. Hmm, hmm, hmm. Uh, I'm. Th mm. Cover your ears. I'm going to tell the audience what okay. the movie is so that they're not bored. <laughs> the movie is The Intern with Robert De Niro and Anne Hathaway. All right. <clears throat> Nick Cage. Colder. Nicholas Holt. Colder. Okay. I'm going to stick with the Josh Brolin line. Well, he's just the closest you've mentioned. Closest so I've mentioned before. So I'm trying to like. But think of traits about Josh Brolin compared yeah. to the other people you mentioned. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And Daniel Radcliffe. Colder. Hmm. 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 Chris Evans. 
compared to Josh Brolin. Colder, I guess. Barely. There, it's about the same. But think of mainly guys like that, but maybe a little less. Bradley Cooper. No. I will say that you're you're stuck in an age range yeah. that you need to bracket out of. Okay. Okay, there's your hint for the actor. Okay. Pedro Pascal. I'll say a little warmer, yeah. A little okay. warmer. Um, we're going to move on to the actress. Okay, let's try the actress. Okay. Um, Anya Taylor-Joy. Pretty warm. Okay. Warmish. Um... Sorcerer Ronan. Warmer. Hmm. Are these physical traits? Acting traits? All. All I'm considering like, general vibe. Just general vibe. <laughs> yeah. And just go that direction. Yeah, just trust your gut. Hmm. Mousy. Um. <laughs> I'm getting a nod. <laughs> Maybe. I, it's, a, it's a hesitant yeah. nod. Okay. But like, okay. I can see that. Okay. Um. We are gonna go with Meg Ryan. Okay, okay, okay. This is interesting. Okay. Split the difference between Sorcy Ronan and Meg Ryan, <laughs> and you've got your answer. <laughs> but I will say this: I think no. Have they been in a movie together? No. Okay. No. I think we're okay. I think we're safe. We're good. I have no idea. Jennifer Lawrence. Uh, colder. Hmm. No, actually, wait. I'll say that that's pretty warm. That's pretty dang warm. Okay. Pretty dang warm. I have no clue. Jennifer Lawrence, has she been in a movie with her? They've both been in movies. (laughs) (laughs) That that, uh, you're very, you're actually pretty, you're way closer than you think. So go this way. Think of. Uh, I'll tell you this. Okay. Give me another The actress here. and the actor are not in the same age bracket. Bracket. Okay. So. Wait. Did you just guess the movie? Uh, yeah. What is it? It's lost in translation. No. It's not? But I will tell you something. You are so on the right track. Imagine lost in translation, but ten times worse. And that's the movie. Okay. And it's, and it's not a... Lost in translation wasn't really a love story, was it? Between uh, the two? not... I remember it being, giving off creepy vibes yeah. in like a it kind of his way, but it's not. Yeah. This is not at it's all. more of like a bittersweet, kind of okay. like melancholic. This is probably going for that. <sighs> but try to get the actors, because listen, okay. you're, okay. you're on the right okay. track. They okay. Are, okay. You have the right. The male is older. The male is older. The female is in mm. that younger age bracket. But she's older than Scarlett Johansson was in that movie. Okay. And Scarlett Johansson was like... 19 19, yeah. yeah. So, yeah. It's older than that. Much um, older than that. Emma Stone. Right track. Good track. Okay. Think that vibe. That vibe. But, um, le- but not as good of an actor. Oh. Actress. Not as good of an actress as okay. Emma Stone. I would much rather cast Emma Stone than this person. Although this person used to be a celebrity crush of mine. Used to be. Natalie Portman. So close. You're so good. You're so good, but that's not there. <laughs> Wait, hold on. Um, I feel like I know your celebrity crushes throughout mm-hmm. the years. You, once, like you, once I say it, you're going to be like, yeah. oh my gosh. Oh, yeah. I'm going to be like, of course. I will say this. She stopped being my celebrity crush when she did something cosmetic. 
not no surgery, nothing surgery wise, but she changed something about herself. And I did was Lucy like, from Narnia do something cosmetic? No, you're thinking way too far back. <laughs> I'm not thinking like cosmetic surgery. I'm talking haircut, makeup, that kind of stuff. Oh, Elliot Page. Not no, that's way too cosmetic. That's way too much. <laughs> Scale it back a little bit, and then we'll then we'll go there. Uh, I love that seven minutes of this episode has this been me trying. Will to be guess. painful to listen to, <laughs> and um, if I hadn't told the audience beforehand what it was, it would yeah. be double painful. <laughs> okay, um, fair. But maybe they're having as much fun as I am. I highly doubt it, and we'll probably not do this again. Okay, I'm, yeah, that's I'm gonna, so fair. I'm gonna stick to my guns for this episode. Okay, and we're doing this. We're gonna do this. Um. Right track of Emma Stone. Yeah. A former childhood crush of yours. Before Teenage crush. Cosmetic. She's much older than me. It's not like a Lucy where it's the same yeah. age. It's like older. It's somebody older. Okay. Um, older than Emma Stone, I'm pretty sure. You have another hint. like For the actress or actor? Uh, either one. A movie. An oh. actor of a movie they've been in a movie with. Okay. 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 I can. Okay. So let me give you two hints. One, the actor and actress. If you compare their careers, yeah, the actor has been in some of the greatest films ever made and is a top five actor of all time. The actress is mediocre and has been in a bunch of bad movies, but a couple hits, couple real. I mean, she's been very popular, very popular. But I think most yeah. of her movies are trash, except for a few. Okay. And one of the movies she's been in is a Christopher Nolan movie. Hold on, I'm going. Oh. Oh, okay, okay. So it's Anne Hathaway. Anne Hathaway is the actress. Good. Okay. What, now, before you move on, yeah, yeah. My, was my warm or cold or accurate? For no, Anne that was fair. That was the well, same. Emma Stone was the closest like, you got, right? Yeah, no, okay. I agree. I okay. Agree. Good. 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 And I could see, like, when I said Mousy, you were like, ah, I could see it. It's uh-huh. not something. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Uh, Anne Hathaway with an older actor with who's a much older, out of her, way actor. out of her caliber. Although I will say, actually, Anne Hathaway is a good actress. Yeah, she's not bad. She's just not as good of an act- actress as this guy is an actor. Was it Enchanted? No. that You're thinking of Ella Enchanted. Ella Enchanted. Enchanted. Had Ella Enchanted is what I was thinking of. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a good. That's a, that's a better movie than the one I'm thinking of. And again, another movie that I didn't watch until college, and I was like, I missed the age of when this would have been fun. Because this yeah. hurts to watch. I watched it in high school. So, so listen, I will okay. say this. Okay. Um... It's a movie that you, I don't think you've seen, but I texted you about it like a month ago and we talked about it. Um, because I rewatched it and I was like, bro, this sucks. And it is a, it epitomizes a whole genre of movie in my head. Yeah. Do you want another hint for the actor? Yes, please. Guess, guess his age range. He'll tell you if you're right. 50s. Older. 70s? Yes. Now, yes. When this movie came out, he was probably late 60s, I would guess. And he's a top five... Like, most people will tell you this. He's a top five actor of all time. Top ten, at least. But especially for, like... Like, like if you're if you're not talking about just, like, Cary Grant and, like... Like Humphrey Bogart. The big class. If you're talking about a little more recent, like, 70s, 80s, 90s, he's... Most people would consider him one of the best actors... Top five actors of all time. Oh... Most of his movies are exceed. Most of the things he is in are exceedingly violent. This one is not at all. He's way out of. This is left g- hurting that I can't get this. And I can give you hints that would give a, give him yeah, away, yeah, yeah. but I think you should guess a couple more older actors and see if you can get in the right ballpark. 
James Brolin. Warmer. For sure warmer. Hmm. Than Josh. Wait, 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 wait. Jeff Bridges? He's Warm, old. warmer. I'd say that's warmer? in the right ish track. Okay. Is he kind of scruffy? Is it like... Mm, depends on the movie. He's he, he can be scruffy. He usually doesn't have facial hair, though. Okay. Clint Eastwood? Warmer. He's also 90, I yeah. think. He's old. That man is dust. Yeah. This guy was also pretty old. <laughs> um, Anthony Hopkins? Warmer-ish. Warmer-ish. Um, 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 Michael Caine. Hold on. Have they been in something together? Yes, they yeah, have. they have. They were in um, Batman together. Huh? They were in the Batman movies together. They were in Dark Knight Rises. No, I'm talking to the person I'm thinking okay, of with Michael Caine. I'm trying to think of the person I'm thinking of with Michael Caine. Uh, Michael Caine and... They had to have been together at some point. I'm blanking on something big. Not Michael Caine. Okay. Warmer or colder? Same. You're about the same level. Okay. So maybe a little colder than Clint Eastwood. Clint Eastwood probably is closer to the vibe yeah. than Michael Caine is. Um. Although in this movie, maybe not. Because he kind of plays not his typical character. Yeah, it's been 12, 13 minutes. This I, is, I know this is going to suck for people to listen, and if you yeah. fa- if you want to fast forward, that's fine. Um, but yeah. I'm I like I said, I'm sticking to my guns here. Yeah. Okay. Um. So in the right realm, Terrence Howard. That's no. no uh, Terrence Stamp is Terrence Stamp. Warmerish, a little bit, maybe a okay. little warmer, maybe. Hmm. <laughs> Think of somebody like famous, famous. You know famous, 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 like big name famous. Like yes. One of the best of the best. Yes. Is just in constantly so many good movies. I'm looking up his age. He's 80. <laughs> oh, cool. Did I already say Anthony Hopkins? You did. And I said um, warmerish. It's pretty. Okay. Um, but like, it's just, just constantly, just knocking it out of the park with those yeah, movies. Yeah, pretty consistently. Pretty consistently. A lot of them were with like, one director. The same director across yeah, all of them? who's probably the best director of all time. Uh, Harrison Ford. You're so close, and you're on the right track, but no. So, wait, wait, think wait, of the wait, other wait. best director of all time. <laughs> wait, 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 wait. Wait. The 70s, 80s, 90s range yeah. is where we're shooting for? Yeah. And today. <laughs> but yes, that's his heyday. In fact, the best movie he ever was in, ever, in my opinion, came out in 1990. Okay. One of the best movies ever made. Oh, um... <laughs> oh my, this is going to kill me. This is actually going to kill me. <laughs> you know me. I can't tell you now. Like, I know. That we're this far in. It's been 15 minutes and we have to we have to just power through. Ugh. 1990. I don't know if that'll help. You know, but I will say he's worked with one director consistently from the beginning of the career, his career to the end. And I can give you a really big hint if you want it about this director. I'll take a big hint. The, about the this director, director uh, and actor duo are still active, and they just had a movie come out this week in the past couple weeks. Oh, one of the greatest actor director duos ever just had a movie come out, and he's in it. 
directed by this guy. Oh, Sam Raimi and Bruce Campbell. No, but that would be funny <laughs> if Bruce Campbell was 80. Yeah. Just had a movie come out. Literally, it's out right now. It's all the talk of the town, especially around here. Especially around these parts. <laughs> With the heritage and all. Okay, 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 all right, all right, okay, we're getting there, we're getting there. It's Robert De Niro. Yes, it's Robert De Niro. <laughs> yes. Do all my hints make sense now? Yeah, okay. yeah, yeah, yeah. So I I didn't know if Michael Caine or Clint Eastwood's closer, but <laughs> I figured fair. Clint Eastwood, because he usually plays a meaner character, yeah. Robert De Niro. And so, anyway, Robert De Niro. Robert De Niro. And Hathaway. And the Intern. Oh, you did text me about this. It's a movie I've never seen. Yeah, I know. That's why this took so long. <laughs> yeah. Um, the, I, yeah, so now let's briefly talk about The Intern. Um, the thing I wanted to talk about, though, you'll have input because it's not just about The Intern. I, wa- I rewatched this movie and it's terrible. It's yeah. really bad for a lot of reasons. And the way I summed it up to you in my text is that it is like a reverse Hallmark movie where yeah. a Hallmark movie is like a low-budget um production for a targeted audience that um does not focus on any production quality or writing or acting whatsoever and it's just made to make a profit on a channel that only old people watch and moms this movie is also made for old people and moms but they take a big budget and they spend all the money on a couple actors to put on a poster okay and then they they Mail it. They have a script that is so bad and inoffensive and generic that anyone will watch it and understand what's going on. It's got a dumb little gimmicky hook. Oh, old guy wants to get an internship at a tech company or a clothing company. Um, and then they spend all the money on these two leads and everything else looks like and feels like a Hallmark movie. And then they make up the difference for the budget in product placement. If you watch The Intern, it is... Like product placement, the movie. Like it okay. is uh, every little thing, like to the point where the dialogue mentions the kind of car they're driving and the mapping GPS so that's program. They paid and the, for the movie. Yeah. yeah. Um, uh, so the intern, the premise is Robert De Niro is an old widower and he is lonely and retired and doesn't know what to do. So he gets he applies for this senior internship as if that's a thing. There's this new initiative at this company run by a young, sleek businesswoman, Anne Hathaway, who is selling clothes online, and her business model actually makes no sense. They, like, work in this warehouse, and, um, what the heck? They, oh, hold on, I'm going to pause this real quick. Okay, so that's the point of The Intern, is it's like a Hallmark movie where... The Robert De Niro is like, oh, I'm going to get a job at this weird tech, this weird clothing company that sells clothes online. Mm-hmm. And then Anne Hathaway is like um, the woman who runs that, who's just like, she doesn't have time for family because she's like her, she's just like businesswoman. Right. So a classic hallmark where the woman, the businesswoman just doesn't have time for the family. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Okay. And except that this literally came out in theaters and was like a big thing. And they spent all the budget on Robert De Niro and Anne Hathaway, who were the only redeeming part of the movie. They were the only good actors in the movie, and the rest of it was terrible. Dog doo-doo, bad, bad, bad movie. You know, I always tell my best friends that I watch Brokeback Mountain for Anne Hathaway. Is she in that? Yeah, she's in that. I did not know that. You should watch that movie. I don't think I will. I was just uh, telling you that Anne Hathaway used to be my celebrity crush. Really? You should watch Brokeback Mountain. Then she cut her hair, 
And I and like Interstellar era Anne no. Hathaway, I'm like not a fan at all. Nah, girls with short hair do it for me too. Well, it's not just short hair. It was like a weird like Karen Bob cut. You're right. It was. It was kind of a Jamie Lee Curtis cut. Yes, it was the Jamie Lee Curtis cut, but like Freaky Friday Jamie Lee. Curtis. Yeah. Yeah. Um, anyway, I really didn't have a ton of thoughts on the intern, except that it's a whole genre of movie, and I'm actually gonna I'm gonna show you something. Sure. I'm gonna read the text that I sent where I talk about this. Um, so, um, texts. This is a this is a new level of podcast where we read texts that you've sent to other people. So, well, I sent this right, and this is you should have. Well, I'll say that in a second. Okay. So, we talked uh, a few weeks ago about how. Um, there's my favorite genre of movies is B movies with an A movie budget, right? So like John Carpenter movies, or like like movies that are a B movie plot and silly and fun, but they are they have an A list talent available, mm. right? But there's an opposite genre, which is Hallmark movies with an A list budget, which is different. Yeah, and, and that's what this is. It's like you movies of big actors that get released in theaters, but they feel fake. They feel like they were made by. AI. They're just fake movies with cheesy acting and generic music and product placement all throughout. Everywhere. You know what else? You know what other movie kind of had this vibe to me? What? When I watched it. I have everyone, a list here. Everyone was saying, you should watch this movie. It's great. It's it's got it's like a, a star-struck movie. It's got every big name in it. Okay. It was Don't Look Up. Okay. I haven't seen that. Oh. I have not seen yeah, that. Yeah. It's just a very preachy movie about Pre- global, global warming. warming. Yeah. Yeah. It wasn't bad, but it was just like, man, with all of this talent in here, we could have... couldn't make anything more interesting? We could have made a movie, yeah. but instead you were like, global warming's real. And you're like, okay, I'm going to die anyway. I don't care. I'd rather enjoy a movie that's good. That's yeah. right. That's a terrible take on global warming. The, <laughs> the examples... No, nah, that's all. I'm all in. Okay. The examples that I thought of, I thought of four movies that fit in this category of like cheesy... They feel like Hallmark movies, but they have millions of dollars at their disposal. Okay. And they have A-list actors. The in new them. Star Wars. And they all feel, no, that's another genre that just we should talk about sometime. <laughs> but it's like movies that are just big enough to where you're like, okay, somebody made a profit. Sure. Nobody liked this except for moms. You know what I mean? Well, moms are a huge... They're a big market. Market. These are the ones I thought of. The Intern. A Man Called Otto. Oh, what was Tom that Tom Hanks as the old guy. I haven't seen that one. People said that one was amazing. It's this genre. It's it not. Really? A, it's mid at best. Oh, yeah. I guess my mom told me. Yeah, it. yeah. <laughs> no, all the moms in my life loved it. I watched it with my mother-in-law. Actually, my and mom and her mom friends all went to go watch yeah. it. And they were like, hey, it was the best movie. You would love it, Noah. It feels like, like okay. a fake movie. It feels like it was made as like a... It feels like a commercial. The whole right. Time. And there's product placement. And you can tell clearly what brand every car is. because it's And it's like parked perfectly and shiny. You know right. Like, like, let me go... Let's go get an like, Arturo Toyota RAV4. With my new GPS system. Yeah. Exactly. Isn't this wonderful? Yeah. New girl. They literally have that. In my, A Man Call Auto, they have a conversation about his car. And he talks about <laughs> the brand... How he loves a certain brand. I'm not kidding. It's an actual dialogue in the movie. You said that as a joke, but yeah. that really happens. Oh, man. And the movie ends, and it feels like a car commercial because they're driving away in this car. I think right. it was a Chevy. I don't remember. Oh, they're good. driving away on like a, by a cliff by the ocean, you know, and it's sunset. <laughs> it looks like a car commercial. So another one, Instant Family, the Mark Wahlberg adoption movie. Yeah, I guess I haven't seen and Mark then, Wahlberg in anything. Yeah, so. and then We Bought a Zoo. Those were the four oh, I thought we bought of a zoo. that are kind of all the same. Scarlett vibe. Johansson, right? They're big actors, but yeah. it just feels like a cheesy family. Like somebody made this and made money, but nobody cared when they were making it. You Is know? that the same? That's not the one with like the talking gorilla, and they went to TGI Fridays. Honestly, I don't remember. That's Zookeeper with so Kevin long. James. Not to be confused with Zoolander or Zootopia. Which are very different movies. Those are. There's so why are there so many zoo movies? Well, um Zoolander was 
Never mind. It was good. Anyway, those were the ones I thought of uh, that were all... They feel like car commercial movies. You know what I'm saying? Maybe that's the best way to describe them. So, I, I, I see what you mean by movies. And, and just in today's world, it's it's not about making a quality movie anymore. It's about getting views. Because you got to appeal to your sponsors, right? Because all the pe- that's how you make money on movies anymore. Like, all right, Toyota... You it's also how you buy make, this part of our movie, and if we get yeah. this many views, you pay us this much because you got this much ad time. Yeah, it's basically. also how you make movie or make money on podcasts, which is a hint, hint. If you want to sponsor us, uh, we're open. We haven't. And to those of you who are faithful listeners, I just hope you notice we've never done an ad read of any kind, and that's for you. Until now, this episode of Not Qualified is brought to you by me, and he's paying me a lot in nickels. I. Forget. One nickel at a time. Yeah, for every time we say the word nickel. Speaking of nickels, a Nickelback Stop song. Nickel. A Nickelback song oh, no. appeared in the credits of Spider-Man Two. Did it really? Yeah, Tobey Maguire. <laughs> it was hilarious yeah. because like the cuts to credits and it's like uh, it's hero I think or superhero whatever there that song goes is. My hero. Yeah, literally. <laughs> That's the song over the credits. It's hilarious. Uh, speaking but, of Spider-Man. Yeah. Go ahead. Have you played the new uh, new one? I haven't either. Okay. You know what I did play? What'd you play? Starfield. Oh, yeah? Don't get me started. Okay. That game sucks so bad. You know what makes me kind of scared? What? Because that was the first game they released since they've been bought by Microsoft, right? Uh, Bethesda? Yes. Did they? When did Fallout 76 come out? You that was what? before. That was before? Okay. Because then they had that huge hiatus where everyone's like, you guys still alive? And then Todd Howard came out and he was like, so we got bought. And I'm like, oh, whoa, you know you have money. And they didn't before because they kept reselling Skyrim. Well... After Starfield, everyone was like, oh, it's amazing. And then a week went by and everyone was like, oh, it's not yeah, amazing. Well, see, the thing about Starfield is that the game itself, I was actually a defender of. Like a lot of people hated it. Like, oh, the exploration sucks or it's buggy or it has this or that. Mm-hmm. I was fine with all that. I was like, I think the game as a game is actually great. Um, and then I finished it, the main <laughs> quest. And the story, it's the, the writing of this game is so bad that it makes it made me stop the game. I had a bunch of side quests I was going to complete after the main story. Uh-huh. And the story was so bad that I turned the game off and I have not reopened it since I beat the main story. All the ships I built, everything I worked on, all the side quests I was in the middle of, I don't care anymore. That's how bad it was. It ruined the whole experience for me retroactively and I wish I never spent the time playing it that I did. And um, the writing, not only the main story, but the whole game, with the exception of a few quests, the writing is so bad that I'm amazed that this game was made by Bethesda. Right. Because some they have some they have had Skyrim was a little bit not quite there. As, Skyrim and Fallout 4 compared to Oblivion and Morrowind. Right. The story writing. The the quest writing wasn't quite as much, but it was still good, really good quest writing and some great quest. Very lines. interesting. I mean, I followed the story. I cared about the characters. Yeah. You like, cared about them. There were the choices to make, and it was interesting. Yeah. Not in Starfield, and the 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 writing was so bad that I have. Pretty sure they must have not... The writers that worked there before, must none of them must work there anymore. Definitely not from Morrowind. I mean, Michael Kirkbride and those guys were the reason that game worked so well. And Oblivion. Well, they're still going to um, release Elder Scrolls Six. I know. And they better hire some old writers or new writers or something. Or somebody or fans of the franchise. Instead, this game, Starfield, was written by... 18-year-old Redditors. Uh, like, it was, seriously, it was so bad. It was, everything about it was bad. I can't really go into it right now or else I'll pop a blood vessel. So, but. to kind of always transition back into Star Wars. Yeah. In my, the statement, the fans are usually the best writers for, mm-hmm. for anything involved because they usually want the best for the series. They have a desire for it to, to go forward successfully and they want it to be cool. 
And this is where my opinion on Dave Filoni, the director of the, yeah, the animated Clone Wars, Clone Wars yeah. series, his job, besides being an amazing director, wearing his cowboy hat all the time, right, is literally being keeper of the Star Wars lore. That's an that's a title, and he gets paid good money. Yeah, Bethesda actually has a uh, a, um, a a position, full time position of lore master, <laughs> and so it, it was. It's I think it's still Lawrence uh, Lawrence Schick Stick Lawrence Stick. Uh, I'm Facebook friends with him actually. The lore master from Bethesda. I know I've talked to the guy. Yeah, that makes um, sense. It seems that uh, you'd be on that level. Yeah. Well, like I was really deep into the. I don't know if you got none of the audience knows this actually. People listen to this because we never talk about Elder Scrolls, but video that's, games in general. This is a movie. We've podcast. done a couple. We've done a couple episodes on video games, but Have they're we? rare. And um, well, welcome to the rare ones. But no, yeah, literally, uh, since we, I didn't have enough to say about the intern, um, <laughs> the I was like ground level. Almost ground level, uh, Morwen Oblivion lore community person. So like I was <laughs> deep involved in the online lore community of the Elder Scrolls, and and probably in the top one percent, half a percent or more of uh, Morwen knowledge and lore on planet Earth. Just in terms of the how much I love <laughs> those games and know and everything, and I was. I knew all the relevant names and I was friends with these people and talked to them and wrote stuff. And, uh, I was Facebook friends with Michael Kirkbride's wife and like all this <laughs> stuff. And, uh, that is, has all passed. Um, I was about to say, you, you oh, admitted all, do you admit, just admitted to all that? I did. And it's okay. Cause they've all unfriended me by now. Oh, um, sure, yeah. <laughs> but, but, uh, except for a couple, there are a couple. Shout uh, out. He got religious on social media. Yeah, he's Dang done. it. Shout out Michael for being the one guy who hasn't unfriended me yet. Love you, Big Z. Anyway, um, all that to say. Uh, they better I'm, come out with a good they, game. They better write this game well. Um, so, why? We were talking about Dave Filoni, though. Oh, yeah, because Loremaster. Oh, I was saying, saying I'm friends, Facebook friends with the Loremaster. But he also recently directed more Star Wars stuff. Um, yeah. He directed the live action Ahsoka, Ahsoka series. Yeah. I haven't, I haven't watched it. It's pretty dope. And uh, there's. Yeah, as anything with Star Wars, the fans are like, I either love it or I hate it, and I want everyone involved to die. Kind of extreme polar. Sure. And so there's a lot of things online about how it's just the worst thing to ever strike the earth. But I think it is really good, and nice. everyone should give it a watch. Okay, recommendation. Yeah. Then give it a score. If one is the highest score and the hundred is the lowest, where do you give it? Man, as much as I enjoyed it and would like want to watch more of it, this is in the tens. It's in the tens? Yeah. Dang, so like an eight, a seven, or like a, you mean like a teen, like a thirteen, like, like a, a like teen. Sorry, gotcha. Yeah, well, no, I think that I think you're right. I think that is the tens. That's the tens. I think so. I don't know how you classify that. Teens, teens, tens. Because then what? What do you call the single digits? The ones, I guess. Yeah. The ones, the singles, the O's. <laughs> yeah, well, that's a pretty solid score. I liked it that much, and then then Andor. Everyone was saying how good Andor was, and I was like, it's not. It's not even like a relevant story. I watched it. Aside from Star Wars, that was a cool story. Like it just—it was just a really good story that happened that'd be like kind of Star Warsy. Like there's this whole yeah. There's this whole like kind of side track where this main character, the side uh, side story where the main character gets put in an imperial prison, and that alone was one of the coolest things I had ever like seen on TV. Just like the prison break, the planning, the like how they did it. it I I don't know. And, and like the idea behind the prison, um, so basically 
I don't know if this is a spoiler. Or it's okay. I don't can care. I, can I still okay. Uh, so they're all walking. They don't the, the all of the guards and stuff. They don't have any weapons on them. Uh, they have like shock sticks and like, but um, none of the prisoners wear handcuffs or anything like that. Mm-hmm. And you're like, you might think this is weird because all of the floor is conductive and they just push a button and it shocks them all. And so they're always barefoot and they just make them work and build parts for like spaceships or whatever. And if they ever get out of line, they just shock. They just turn the floor on and they get hurt. And then like they have to go hop up in their cell. Because it's like kind of like elevated to get out of the cell, but there's no bars or anything. And then they turn the floor on. And it's just, you'll get shocked if you leave your cell. It was, that concept to me was like, that's, that's awesome. so cool. That is pretty cool. And then they have like this incentive for Suck like, if you sleepwalk. Right? <laughs> or fell out of bed. Yeah. And then uh, they also had this like incentive thing where like, um, if you were the most productive team of that day, because they kind of broke them up in the teams and uh, making this specific part for the spaceship and if you were the most productive part of that team you get flavor with your meal that evening wow that's depressing and if you weren't you got to be put in the middle and got shocked oh my god yeah that was that was wicked cool to me and it made me like i want to go to prison in that place i do it was like it made it like desirable for me i'm like that's wicked cool and then they found out major spoiler here if you haven't watched andor He's Darth Vader's Luke's father. Yeah, whoa. Um, <laughs> they uh, they found out that once they got released, like once their time, like their days that they needed to work got used up, they just moved them to a different part of the prison. Mm. So they, they never leave. They're just slave labor, basically. Golly. Cool stuff. Well, I'd give the intern a 59. Really? That bad? I, I, you know, with Robert De Niro and Anne Hathaway. They were the only good part of the movie. And Robert De Niro is a much better actor. I mean, Anne Hathaway is a good actress, but Robert De Niro is way better than Anne Hathaway is. And he felt like he shouldn't have been in that movie. I don't know what happened. What is it with like like over actors? Not like not overacting in the sense of like Jim Carrey, but overacting in the sense of like you are way overqualified for this movie. Oh yeah, yeah, for real. Like uh, Robert De Niro and the Intern. Um, I, there's other examples that are escaping me. Right yeah, now. Well, you know are, what I'm talking there about? are plenty. I, I thought of one just the other day. I was like, why are you in this? What was it? Um, oh gosh. Just like somebody who gives... Oh, I remember what it was. The Star Wars prequels had a couple. Um, but the main two of like, wow, you are overqualified for this job. It is freaking Christopher Lee as Count Dooku. Oh, Where right. you're like... And then in the original trilogy, it's Alec Guinness, who's like a classically trained, one of the most famous old actors ever. And he's playing in this weird kid, like movie B- that nobody, movie, yeah, yeah. nobody knew about. And he's like, you're just so overqualified for this. He's the only serious person on set. Exactly. Everyone knows what he's doing. And then, and he really, um, like any scene with him, he really outshines everyone. Yeah, for real. He's the only good at, like especially with early Mark Hamill. Oh my gosh. Mark Hamill improved a ton because so he was bad in that first movie. Bad. And those scenes so with whiny. Yes. Alec Guinness and Mark Hamill together is so funny. Like when he's show, talking about his father and showing him the lightsaber in their hut together. And he's just like, oh. Yeah, he's like, whoa, whoa. And then Alec Guinness ah. is acting his heart out. Like, yeah. <laughs> he's just sitting there like this. Yeah. Like he's about to cry. Yeah. And Luke's yeah. just, Ugh. no way. That's the Space Laser Wars. <laughs> yeah. He's like, all right. That's funny. I thought there was another thing like that. I mean, I guess really, God, there's something I watched the other day. What was it? Where I was like, why are you in this? Also, um, wasn't Samuel Jackson pretty big into his career? By yeah, the time? he was. Okay. Yeah. They only cast him. Well, watch Mr. Watch the red the red letter media Mr. Plinkett review of Phantom Menace and Attack of the Clones and all that, and they explain why Mace Windu is in those movies, and it is 
exactly what you think. Uh, <laughs> they were just trying to appeal to the whitest market possible. <laughs> they're like, what is the coolest non-white guy we can cast? And that was it. Even though he doesn't fit that role at all. Because Samuel L. Jackson's whole thing, like any other role he in, he's like a bad A, like, cause yeah. he's like very animated and yelling at people. Mm-hmm. And then they cast him as the most unemotional, like, just calm person the whole ever. time. And I'm like, you could have cast Morgan Freeman. It would have made more sense. Or like somebody like that. Too young or too but, old. Yeah, exactly. They they just but he needed made the that movie. Guy. No, yeah, he was, he was great. He was very serious. Like anytime he talked, I took him seriously. Because mm-hmm. just his credibility as an actor. Yeah. <laughs> just kind of how scary it would be to meet him in real life. Him yes. and like Terry Crews. Those are like... Terry Crews, I feel like actually wouldn't scare me as much. Just because... He's like, uh, he's kind of like the old spice goofy. Yeah, he should be the prequel Wonka. Have you seen the prequel? I've seen the trailers, the trailer with Timothy Chalamet. Oh my gosh, yeah, Timothy Chalamet, uh, for the love for the life of him, can't act goofy. He's not a whimsical guy, he's not, he's not, does not fit the vibe. He was, he he was in Don't Look Up, and that was the only other thing I've seen him in besides like his Dune. I haven't. I still haven't watched Dune. Bruh. Today actually is the day that the sequel was supposed to come out. What happened? The writer strike. It got delayed. Oh, that's that's. I was gonna bring that up. Uh, it supposedly ended. Right? Yeah, it did. Uh, the writer strike ended, and I don't know about the saga after strike because there were two going on. There was the actors, and then the the the, the writers. The writers did end. I think the saga after ended too. But hasn't the writers strike been going on for years and years? No, uh, it's just the this one has only been going on for. But there was one in like 2008 as well, right? Yes, there were two. So there was one in 2008 and it ended. They got what they wanted. Oh, okay. and, ended. and then the new one was just this year. And then. Well, you know what, ChatGPT just was like, write so me an episode of whatever. It looks like SAG AFTRA's strike is still going. Good for them. Yeah, because the AI likeness, which is just bonkers, that, that's that we've idea. reached that level of humanity now where it's we're. Bad. Like, Oh, I, wrote, hey. I wrote this down the other day, and this was my prediction for the future. You want to oh, hear it? Let's do it. Let's hear it. Um, based on that, it is. Uh, this is this is ten years, maybe twenty down the road. Ready? Twenty? I think maybe five. No, what I'm about to say oh, okay, is maybe okay. twenty years old. Transformers 16, <laughs> starring Doris Day, Jimmy Stewart, and Anne Hathaway. Stream it straight to your neural con- uh, neural cortex with a Monsanto Plus premium subscription. So there you go. A that's Monsanto that's Plus. yeah. That's the twenty years in the future. That's good. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, because we've kind of come to this realization that technology sucks improves exponentially. Oh. Yeah. Oh yeah. It's, because it's there was the, the chariot example. There was there was like a thousand years in between like the first like design for the chariot and the first like people like the Egyptians the first design. To like the Romans who still used the chariots. Mm-hmm. And they just kind of like made the chariot. And then there was a hundred years in between the chariot and then like the first aircraft or something, something like that. And yeah. then 25 or 50 years between yeah, the it's first crazy. Well, it's really people on the moon. And then now we have yeah. literal AI. Like it's... I can go to Chat GPT right now and instead of paying a nutritionist $4,000 and be like, hey, this is my blood type. I weigh this much. I want to weigh this much. Make me a meal plan. And they're like, there it is. Oh, the problem is right now it's probably ninety percent wrong half the time because it's it like a lot of it regurgitates. Have you re- have you looked at the uh, uh, well? That I don't want to talk about AI this whole time, but you're right. It's crazy, and it's funny to think about like the 20th century explosion in technology and how scary it is with like 19 like 20th century, right? Mm-hmm. 
the 19, 1900 rolls around, still in the Old West. You're in literally Old West era, okay? World War One hasn't happened yet. No one has ever flown. There's no such thing as planes. No human being has ever flown except maybe in a hot air balloon. Mm-hmm. Um, Blimps, Zeppelins. The, cool. the first airplane is invented in the early 1900s. The yeah. first airplane, Wright Brothers, okay? And then... 1920s, right? Uh, before that, it was like 19... 19- O's or teens because they were I mean there were planes of World War One. I, I also said hundred years in between chariots and cars. I meant five hundred years. Yeah. I apologize. Oh, I figured, yeah. Whatever. <laughs> I, I wasn't even yeah, it's okay. I, I'm not counting. But okay, so beginning of the twentieth century there are no airplanes. Right. They're invented, and then pretty quickly they're able to be used in combat. Uh well, you know, duh. Let's say that you were um a kid. When okay. airplanes are invented. Sure. If you're a kid, you remember there was a time with no airplanes. No one had ever flown. You remember the first airplane being invented. And then you live a little bit. Sure. And by the time you're almost about reaching retirement, mm-hmm. um, let's say you've re- you're reti- it's the year you're retiring. I'm 60. You're, you're late 60s. Let's say you worked a little long. Well, yeah, I was born that early. I probably retired 55. Okay. So you've been retired, but you've, you're hanging out with your grandkids. You're in your 60s. And you watch on your television as we put men on the moon. That's, That's within up. one lifetime. That's From amazing. no airplanes existing to we are on the moon. And then my grandpa remembers the people putting whoa, putting people on the moon. And now we have a globalized network of interconnection. Now we have Reddit. Yeah, we have. It's just, it is such a pile of flaming, out of control sophistication. I'd probably give that an 85 if I had to rank it. I don't like that. The internet. <laughs> yeah, I know. Yeah, just the whole place we're in right now. Yeah, it's yeah, that's going to have a low score. Joe, if you had to give the internet a not qualified rating, what would you give it? One hundred. Screw the internet. At the very bottom. It's and, the worst thing that we've ever created as a human race. And you, other Joe? Um. See, it has its upsides because you remember Charlie bit my finger. You guys. That. But also, like, access to any information ever, as yeah, long as the government wants to give it to you. And it hasn't made us smarter, I'll tell you that. No, okay, yeah. so made me dumber. I feel like the internet has grown up the same way that really trashy, white trash trailer park people grow up. Okay. And then it was really cute, like all babies are, right? It had, sure. its, it had its great perks when it was young, and it was like, oh, look, oh, it's cool, we get to connect. And then it got into its angsty side. We had, like, the, the first generation of memes, like sure. real internet memes, and it was like, okay... Some people are going to get this, mostly teenagers. Now we're at the part where it's like, okay, cool. You beat your girlfriend. You're really nasty. You dip. And that's, you drive a lifted Cummins. Like, we get it. Gross. Go away. Go somewhere else where I don't have to deal with you because you're not worth the space you take up. So what you're saying is, what you're saying is, is you would, you're, wait, hold on. What do they call it when you, I can't remember the word. What are you talking about? It's not geriatric. Gentrify. He gentrify. wants to gentrify the internet. Yeah. I said white trash. You can gentrify white trash. That's what happened in Up. That's fair. That is what happened in Up. Just well, kidding. They weren't white trash. They were actually <laughs> the opposite. Um, they got monopolized. <laughs> no, it is funny though because what the gentrification of the internet actually happened and that's when YouTube stopped being for YouTuber like creators. creator people and started being for like big corporations to post music videos. NordVPN. NordVPN. Yeah. yeah. 
and uh, uh, what's the game? Shadow Legends. Rage. Shadow Rage. Legends. <laughs> <Golly>. <laughs> Speaking you of which, this episode of Not Qualified is sponsored. <laughs> well, everyone and their dog can get a Rage Shadow Legends sponsor. Hey, shout out Rage Shadow Legends. Come sponsor us. Dude, they the must be doing. They actually must be doing so well to sponsor well, every channel. It was like Clash of Clans in the early 2010s when, yeah, like they were. Shout out Chuck Pack. No kidding. <laughs> I still have my class. I still think of Chuck Pack when I. I still have it on my phone. I play it. I've never played it in my life, and I never will. It's really fun. But people were spending literal thousands of dollars on it. Like, the top top people that were streaming at the time, it was kind of a fad. They would all the time be, like, spending that $100 in-app purchase button. It's like, wow. Like, I don't know. Stuff like that. Again, the internet's out of control. If you had to give... Speaking of Clash of Clans, if you had to give Farmville a rating on 1 to 100, what would it be? I haven't ever played Farmville. Joe, you play Farmville? Nope. I guess I am the oldest one here. Farmville was great. I I understand. That's when Facebook was good. Okay, Boomer. Do you play Backyardigans? Or not Backyardigans? Backyard Warriors? (laughs) No, my dad played Mafia Wars. Okay, I did play Mafia Wars. Backyard Warriors was Clash of Clans before Clash of Clans. Then my uncle played it. Rest in peace. (laughs) So we were talking about the intern. I don't know if anybody remembers that. I already gave it a score like half an hour ago. What was the score? 59. 59. 32 is what he said originally. And that's not what I said. I did not. I was like, you put it above The Godfather? That's really weird. <laughs> it's the best Robert De Niro movie. <laughs> Do you know what 19... By the way, when I was giving you hints, what's the 1990 Robert De Niro movie that I said is his best? Goodfellas. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. That's the only one he's been in, right? It's his only movie. Yeah, he's kind of an underground. He's, he's up very and coming. Yeah. Up and coming young actor. Pretty Robert indie Cameron. artist. Yeah. Yeah. Even that one guy that was on that Kanye song. Yeah, that weird uh, old Brinkley the guy. Old guy from uh, the Wales. From or the Bubbles. Whatever. The Bubbles. The Monkeys. The Monkeys. The Monkeys. No, cover it was band. the cover band. Yeah. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> Paul Paul McC- Paul McCluffley. Paul it was something Scottish. Might as well be Paul Revere. I'm pretty sure he well, was. Well, no, Scotland. he was a redcoat. No. Oh, was he from Scotland? Oh, he might be Irish, actually. It's Mick, right? Paul McConnell. Paul McConnell, yeah. yeah. Oh, Paul yeah. McConnell from Liverpool. No, from the ho- the House of Representatives. No, the Senate. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. The guy who pauses every few seconds to buffer. <laughs> He's AI. <laughs> he is AI. He's AI in the human body or you know, silicone body. Or not even a body. and All of it's fake and we're just being fed AI images all the time. We're all hooked up to the, the Matrix machine. Yeah, right. We're the, not, nothing is real. The robots. I actually totally believe that. I, I might as well. If someone were to like be like, hey, it's, it's all real. Here's the red pill, blue pill. I'd be like, you know what? I'm taking the blue pill. 100%. Yeah, red pill. No. You're really going to wake up and, and be out of it? Oh, wait. That's the one. The red pill is the one that wakes you up. That's oh, why yeah. People say no, you get I'm, not, I'm not the qualified. Unless no, I have like a shred I'm absolutely... Yeah, no. Unless they've been no. working me out. I'm, I'm going to ask them. I'm going to say, when I wake up, I'm theoretically going to be in a pod, right? Just right, like yeah. in a Matrix. So Just am I going to have like animal. muscle atrophy? Like, am I going to be able to walk? Because if yeah. not, I'm taking this blue yeah, pill. I'm going to look What's his name from Mr. Vegas or whatever, yeah. Mr. Vegas? Yeah, from Fallout 4. Oh, Mr. Mr. House. Mr. House. House. Now, that was the best Fallout game, and it's not even made by Bethesda. That's why it was the best. Actually, the best Fallout game is Fallout 2, and it's also not made by Bethesda. The best story, arguably one of the hardest to play, because it didn't run well on any of the systems (laughs) it came out on. It ran well for me. What did you guys play it on? Uh, I played it on PS4. No, PS3. And then I played it on a laptop. Oh, like a laptop. I played it on PC. I played it on Xbox 360 and PC, and both were fine for me. Xbox 360 seemed to run a few games a lot better. 
Yeah. Well, Bethesda has a bad track record with with PS3. They really do. The Oblivion Vampirism Curse. Back to video games. This is really all over the place, this podcast. This is kind of... You should have been here for the last episode. (laughs) (laughs) 47 minutes. This is actually way longer than I expected to talk about the I intern. Did, I thought you guys would be done. By because the time we, we only talked about the intern for like four minutes. <laughs> that sounds like us. Yeah. That sounds like this. But I'm still going to call this not qualified to be an intern. And I'm going to let people. It's 15 minutes of you trying to guess the movie and then 30 not, minutes of this nonsense. Not, uh, not to be confused by uh, that Owen Wilson. Um, the internship. The internship. That's Owen what it Wilson, was. Vince Vaughn. Vince Vaughn. Wait, then what's the one, what's the terrible Seth Rogen movie where they go to North Korea? All of them. The Dictator. No, no. The Dictator is the one. The Interview. The, the Interview. The Interview. That's it. James interview. Franco. James Franco. Yeah, that was that his movie last movie. Was terrible. What? No, it wasn't. Yeah, he's dead now. James Franco? Died after that movie. You know what? I'd be inclined to believe you if it was true. Name another movie he's been in after that. The Disaster Artist. <laughs> he's dead. Oz the Great and Powerful. No, that was before, right? That was all before. Interns of the last You're, you remember it It's all before. Yeah. <laughs> the interns, intern, the interview. Interview. Whoops. Came out last year. Yeah. Yep. And we still the year after that. Yeah. Katy Perry is still at the top of the charts. Oh crap. <laughs> that was <laughs> TV though. That wasn't him. It was AI. Yeah, no, it was his it's brother. Been, it's all been AI since 2001. Yeah. You know what happened in 2001. Uh, there's something about a space baby. The space Odysseus. Yeah, <laughs> yeah no, the, it was the space. Uh, it was the space Iliad. That's what it was. I'm pretty sure. Space Iliad. Who doesn't space Iliad? Mark yeah. Wahlberg and then in Mars. He goes and he talks to the. He goes to space and there's a big cyclops oh, and he says, yeah. "What's your name?" And he says, "My name is what? What did he say? Something like, um, oh, you don't have to worry about that." And the cyclops pokes himself in the eye like a cartoon. No, yeah, well, am I getting yeah. that mixed up with the Aeneid? You might be there. Annie of Green Gables, is that what we're talking about? No, that's the girl from uh, Interstellar with the bad haircut. All I know. That I used to have a crush on. Is that, you know, she was actually in the intern? She was in the intern, which was a terrible movie. Well, all I know is that in, in the Space Odysseus is that I'm a.